We always end up missing something, even if we don't start right away. We got to hit record even before we we even connect clearly, because if we can't hear each other, somebody can hear us. Just like Lego Batman says, always be recorded. Always be ABR. (laughs) ABR, baby. Yeah. I told you, Alfred. ABR, always be recorded. I noticed that this is SBH 14. Somehow we haven't been canceled. Somehow. Wow, 14 episodes. Look at us go. It's been yeah, a minute, though. It's been a hot minute since we've been together. It's been almost a year, March 2021. Wow. I was listening wow. to the last episode just before we started, just to catch up. Was it good? We were talking about cryptocurrency back then. <laughs> oh, 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 we could continue that conversation. Yeah, we were talking about... Uh, and then I think there's a spelling mistake in here, or if not, I don't understand. In the notes, I wrote... Um, Tony and Jacob talk about cryptocurrency, Star Trek, voice acting, and the immortal satanic South Orc. I think it's supposed to be South Park? O-Ark? Probably. (laughs) I I don't think that's right. (laughs) That's so funny. I don't remember any of that conversation. I got got to sit back on that. Uh, Isn't that fun that we (laughs) remember? That's great. (laughs) Well, it has been a long time, but it feels like just yesterday with my old pal Jacob. How are you? I'm 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 doing good. I'm doing Last good. time I saw you was at my birthday. Yes, yes I appreciate was. you showing up for my fiftieth birthday. I mean, it's not like it year. was a real big hardship on me. Let's let's be honest. Man, I, you I know, here's the, the thing. I joined the Zoom. No, you know, it was very much appreciated because you have to understand. I invited some even close family of mine that didn't show up. I'm like, you guys, it's a <laughs> Zoom call. You don't even have to leave your room to come and join me. And some people didn't show up, so. It's a, I appreciate you so much for coming and spending time with me while I did my burpees. Yeah. You were you doing 50 for 50 and you, I did 50. Yeah. You did a few more fit. You did a few more than 50 as I recall. I think I did. Yeah. Just to, you know, just to spice it up a little bit, at least one or two more. Yeah. That was a, that was a good time. I'm 50 years old since the last time I aged a whole year. Since at our last once. episode. You aged a whole year at once. Yeah. It's just, you, you were 49 and, and then you're 50. <laughs> that, so people that, who are listening to this, it's like, oh my God, he just aged a whole year between episodes. That's Imagine the pain that would be. <laughs> it hurt a little bit, actually. Yeah. It's a little painful. Man, what has been going on for you this past year? Uh, nothing too crazy. I was just looking back through at some of our past episodes. We have some crazy ass titles oh man. i mean yeah. <laughs> we, we like to, you know? like uh <laughs> our episode for january 2021 uh grandma esther died again <laughs> semi colon <laughs> by kevin <laughs> like what's that even about that i was just looking mean? through that like that's hilarious i, I don't I- <laughs> like that's really under that's an underappreciated title. Like I don't know what the episode's about. It may be awful, but that's a hilarious title. We got to promote that one specifically. <laughs> I think we got to get that one out to the world. Grandma died again. <laughs> colon by Kevin. Oh man, poor grandma. I wonder uh, if Kevin's still listening. Kevin has definitely hung out. I know he's listening. What up, Kevin? What just, up, Kev? I'm, Oh man, I'm gonna have to listen to that one. Uh, the description I wrote for that episode: Tony and Jacob chat about going to the dentist, wellness with OI, home theater setups, TV shows, our favorite Star Trek movies, and our most important <laughs> listener, Kevin. <laughs> like so, it's 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 about everything, oh but God. also nothing. 
Yeah. <laughs> As it should be. That's shorter by the it's, hour it's, for you. It's about everything, but also nothing. Wow. Man. Let's um let's do an intro. You ready? Anyway. Well, you, 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 you were asking doing... how I was doing, but I deflected. I'm, I've, I've been doing fine. Oh, good. Sometimes okay. life kicks you in the butt. Sometimes it doesn't. But right. <laughs> it comes and it goes. It's in waves. I don't it's even remember always... how to do an intro anymore. How, how do we even do this? Uh, uh, well, I think you just kind of intro the show. You, you I think say I just... your name. You say my name. Or you say your name and then I say my name. Whatever. Like kind of wing it. We just do some. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's about our style. We just do yeah. some stuff. You know, do we, it. You you start. Go for okay. it. Go. Here we go. <clears throat> okay. Okay. It's like we've never been gone. I got this. Doing my stretches. Okay. Here we go. Stretching. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, on this no no, hang on, I'm not gonna do that. That's that's not, <laughs> that's not it. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to be further away for that one. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Shorter by the Hour. My name is Jacob Holt, and I'm here with my pal Tony Jacobson. What up, y'all? <laughs> that, that all, you know what hold on hold on we got to bring that back that almost sounded like an outro just because you were like oh thanks for listening to you know well, it almost sounded for, like that well, should be the know, outro like, i want to thank our listeners all the time beginning middle and end because like, <laughs> yeah. let's be honest so with much ourselves, for Tony. let's be honest this isn't an easy listen like i do my best <laughs> but when we've got today, episodes guys. called grandma esther died again <laughs> by kevin <laughs> Like, there's a certain kind of person that clicks on that. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. (laughs) So, I think we should thank them throughout. (laughs) Okay, let's go again. Go, 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 go. Okay. Okay. Hello, and welcome back to Shorter by the Hour. My name is Jacob Holt, and I'm here with my pal, Tony Jacobson. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. Tony says I shouldn't thank you, so... And thank you so much for listening today. We appreciate every single one of you for showing up, even after listening to all these previous episodes. And the fact that you're still here is amazing and and great. Thank you. How's that? I will say that I was really surprised looking through uh, our analytics. I mean, we are slowly picking up people that actually listen. I haven't looked at this in a long time. There you go. See, that's how it goes. You got to just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of course, our consistency fell off a little bit, but, um, you know, we're back at it. It's 2022. It's a brand new year. Last year was a big year, and this year is an even bigger year for content creation. So I'm excited to just jump into it and, like, talk about some stuff and, yeah. you know, just see so what's going on. So do you want to talk man. about why we haven't been here? Somebody went and moved across the country. Yes. Yeah, so um, that's part of it. Uh, I, I needed some time, man. I needed some time to get, get my life together. Now, life's been together and it's been great. But uh, yeah, I've done a big move. I did a big move over, let's see, it was just in October, kind of near the end of summer. And then at September and then October, my wife and I moved basically, what is it, 2,500 miles across the United States. We were tired of living in the heat of the California desert, we decided, hey, let's move to the cold winters of Michigan. So we have landed uh, near Detroit, and we are excited to be here in Michigan now. So yeah, it's a completely different world for me. I'm, okay, uh, so you've got to explain to me what a youper is, since you're now a professional Michigander. Uh, youper? Oh, oh. I actually know the answer <laughs> to that. That's somebody that lives in the Upper Peninsula. Okay, <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, so that's something I didn't even know was that uh, Michigan is separated, right? Like it's two different pieces. So yeah, we've been learning a little bit here, and uh, the Upper Peninsula is in the northern part of the state, and uh, you have to, you know, you, you, it's across the water, like it's not connected officially. 
So yeah, a youper, that that's someone that lives in the upper peninsula. Yeah, it's it's we've been learning so much these past few months. It's so much more to learn also. And uh, but we're super stoked. Detroit's a cool city. We've been enjoying it. We're in the snow. Oh my god. The <laughs> snow is uh, is a whole new world for me, man. It's like uh I've never experienced this in my life. So uh, I'm just starting to get used to it. We had our second snowfall these past couple days. It's actually snowing outside right now. And uh, yeah, it's taken some getting used to. But, um, you know, my wife and I are always up for an adventure. So we we love doing this type of thing. Yeah, I was thinking about this episode today and I was thinking about we should do like, a, you know, like, a, <laughs> have you ever heard of this TV show? You know, like, um, uh, they do it every year. It's the big fat quiz of the year. And I was like, we should no. do the big fat quiz of Michigan and just quiz Tony on like Michigan facts. You know, oh, like what the so state bird is or the state fish and see how much see how much I know already know. Or mm-hmm. even better, we do like a versus with you and T Marie. Let's see. Oh my god. Who, dude. who knows Michigan she, better? She'd probably win. She did a lot of research. <laughs> the reason we even came here in the first place is because of research that she did. Uh, you know, we were looking for, you know, places to visit and and a, a place to possibly buy a, another home. So we were searching and she was actually doing more searching than me. And she found Detroit and she started doing research and and about Michigan and Detroit. And that's what, you know, eventually led us here over the summer last year to just visit. We were just coming to visit and look at property, you know, but yeah, she probably knows more than me. So if we did that, that quiz, she'd probably take the, uh, take the trophy on that one. But I have been, I have been learning a lot though. So it's, it's a pretty interesting state somewhere around there. It's way different than California. I'll tell you what. Oh my God. Well, California doesn't yeah. have weather, but they have fire. We, That's different. <laughs> yeah, we have like fire and earthquakes. Those are the two, you know, kind of things that we have. But yeah, it's, um, we'll see how long it takes me to really miss California weather. I mean, I understand now why people go there for the weather, because you can count on it, put it that way. And it's, um, you know, it's a nice temperature pretty much all year round. You can't, you can't beat Southern California. And that's where I'm from. So yeah, I totally understand why people would move from a place like Michigan to go to California. But I mean, again, we've never experienced this and it's totally cool. Like I'm enjoying it so far. It's great. It's always hard to move. I'm sure it was challenging, but you know, the move was, exciting too. Uh, man, it was one of the easiest moves, moves that we've done, believe it or not. We you just throw your, all your stuff away. Is that the way you, cause that's the easy way to move. You just we, throw all your stuff away and start over. <laughs> That's that's kind of the way, like, if I move, like, I think I'll just throw all my stuff away. Yeah. You're like, just come get this stuff. I'm just going to leave this stuff here and I'm just going to get new stuff there. Uh, We we move a lot. Like we, you know, every few years where we like to move and we've lived all over Southern California. Excuse me. And um, so we've kind of gotten it down to, you know, what we need to move. And coming out here, we knew that we were going to, you know, we moved into a bigger house. So we knew we were going to have to buy furniture and all that stuff so where we came from we really did not have that much stuff so it was very easy for us we had one u-haul container like u-haul has these pod things that you literally pack it up and they take did it you across drive the it across the you. country or did you uh, uh, no 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 they yeah they took it uh it's wow. i would advise anybody that's going to move to do that don't haul your own stuff it's a <laughs> just it's a it's a oh man like you will waste so much time and energy and worry over that just pack a thing up they come and get it 
and then they drop it. They t- they pick it up at your front door and they drop it off at your new front door. And it was amazing. I, I can't say more great things about it. It was really, it was very, very easy. The biggest, you know, thing was probably, you know, just kind of shopping for things and starting to figure out what we wanted to put into the new place. So yeah, it's, um, it was a fun move. It was a fun move. We got to drive across the country twice because we came out and then we went back and then we drove back out. So, it, you know, we basically drove across three times. So that was a lot of fun to be able to see a lot of, uh, you know, what we hadn't seen before. We had never even been out here. So yeah. it was really cool. That's awesome. That's yeah. Like I'm, I'm glad that's working out for you. I'm, I'm sure property is much cheaper there. So you could have probably bought three houses for, yeah. well, 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 way probably more than three houses in Michigan. Than you could yeah, for one the in California. Cost of living out here is definitely um, a lot better. Uh, well, it's just less than California. Put it that way. But um, yeah, it's definitely there's a lot of a lot of gems out here. So if anyone's thinking about moving. You know, come check out Michigan. You never know. You never know what you're going to find. But yeah, it's been great. Thank you so much. That's neat. I'm glad that you enjoyed that experience. That's always a And fun I'm closer time. to you now. I'm closer yeah. to you now. I mean, you could probably be here in probably five hours. Yeah. All right. I'm leaving now. You keep talking and then I'm going to take off and <laughs> if we're still doing this, this exact episode in five hours, I think, I think I'm going to have a problem. I think, I think I'm the one that'd that's be great. Problem. <laughs> oh, I come knocking on the door. Hey, hey, what's up, dude? I got to share or, the microphone. Oh, or the real trick is I'm already outside. <laughs> that's the real trick. You're like, Hey, Jacob, oh. open your front door. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So that's, uh, we may have to get together. I know we talked about getting together and doing an episode, uh, live, uh, together in person. So now it's even more doable. So yeah. we'll see what happens come springtime when it's a little warmer yeah. and I can go outside. <laughs> yeah. It's cold, man. Good. I don't know. It, Cause it, <laughs> it snows where you're at, right? Yeah. It snowed just, I mean, it's snowed twice already this year here. Yeah. Man, I don't know how how you've been handling that. It's <laughs> it's crazy. The snow is amazing. Well, it's especially different when you're a wheelchair user because uh, there aren't four. <laughs> I don't have a four wheel drive wheelchair, so right, basically, right. <laughs> if there's very much snow on the ground, I just I'm, I'm stuck. You're stuck, I'm really. Yeah, because even if I could get out to the car, where am I going to go? Like the right, car right. goes better in the snow than the chair does, but even still, yep. so that's usually the thing is you try to just. Be prepared and stock yeah. up if you need to. I think the worst yeah, like, it's ever you, been is there was that? yeah, yeah. I think the worst it's ever been is there was a week like it snowed so much at one. It's a few years ago. It snowed so much that for a week I couldn't go anywhere. Oh my so, god! <laughs> I like uh, we well, know you have enough which, supplies though. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay. Like I, I had known it was going to snow. I went and bought a bunch of stuff, and then yeah. also I'm already a hermit. So yeah, I was a hermit before the pandemic. So right, right. this just gave me an excuse to stay inside even more. <laughs> so I I was fine with it. I thought that was cool. <laughs> like it snowed for a week. Yeah. Nobody could say, you know, give me funny looks for not going anywhere. I could just stay inside. It's just normal. Yeah. yeah. Just stay inside and watch TV and eat junk food like I wouldn't anyway. But now I don't get dirty That's, looks. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's exactly how I felt through this whole thing, too, is I'm the same way. I spent a lot of time at home and I'm just like, whatever, man. Now it just seems normal. And I hear all these people like talking about it's the new normal. I'm like, man, that's been my normal. 
<laughs> yeah, like like the pandemic was not really an adjustment for me. And I am sympathetic for people that it was an adjustment for, but it was not for me. I I was very, very easily able to continue my life with basically no changes. Yeah, in fact, it was great. even better because all my doctors are like, yeah, we're just going to do uh, telehealth appointments. And I'm like, that's awesome. Yes, like, I don't yes, even have to go exactly. anymore. <laughs> you know, like it kind of proved to me, like, I don't actually have to drive to your office. You're just making me. No, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. And hopefully that can be a new normal for you is that you just do the appointments that way. Uh, it has some. I, you know, like there are always going to be things, you know, like going to the dentist. I went to the dentist just last week. Can't do that over yeah. telehealth. Yeah, that would be tough. <laughs> but you, know, <laughs> you never know. Sometime in the future, maybe that'll be yeah. a thing. Send a robot to your house, and then he yeah. just controls the robot. They're going to send a self-driving car with a robot in it. The robot yeah. does the oh, inspection so of cool. your teeth. So do you do um, like delivery services? Not as of late. I did it when the pandemic first started, especially because there were like a lot of discounts and coupons and things. Now not mm -hmm. so much, mostly because it's expensive. Yeah. And yeah. At least in this area, there's not a lot of variety of things you can get delivered. Like it's it's like oh, pizza yeah. or chicken or like Chinese food. That's about it. Yeah. Like you can't like which is fine. All that stuff's fine, but not right. that often. Like I don't, but not I don't all need the time. Saxby's just every like, week. Yeah. Oh, what's that? Saxby's. That? You don't have yeah. you never heard of Saxby's chicken place? No. They're no, all over no. the place in the South. Really? Yeah. We, did, we didn't see any, like, on our travels. We I suppose you have, like, south. Tim Hortons up there in Michigan or whatever. We Even do have Tim, Tim Hortons. Hortons. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tim Hortons. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of new, like, places like that that we're learning about. Like, the Coney Island chain yeah. of places. Like, that's a whole mystery to us. Yeah. But um, I feel you on the delivery thing because, like, when we have our house in the desert out in Joshua Tree... It was that same thing where it was like, man, we can get delivery from like two places. Like, that's it. Nobody else would deliver to us because we were kind of too far out. And so we really didn't take advantage of it. But now, oh, my God, now we're in the city. So like we can get whatever we want. And it's really cool to be able to do that. We love getting delivery. And um, we don't mind going out also. But especially now, you know, up here. Uh, you know, it's been crazy with the whole pandemic and everything. So we're like, dude, we'll just stay home and, and get delivery if we want. But we stock up, you know, and, and we mm. we make a lot of food at home anyway. There, but, yeah. Most of, what was it, most of 2020, every Saturday, I would order IHOP to be delivered. Nice. And that was really oh fun. <laughs> it was <laughs> not financially responsible in the slightest. That gets very, right, you right. know, you're, you're talking $100 a month on IHOP. <laughs> but man, if that wasn't fun, just wake up in the morning, press some buttons, get a hot, warm, you know, breakfast. You don't have to clean up. You just throw away, you know, the stuff when you're done. Oh, I like, love it. That was, that it. was a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doing that. Like you that have was, to make... You got to make a line item for that. I don't know if you like um, what they call budget or have a spending plan, yeah. but um, I think, and my wife and I have been doing it for years now, we have a line item that is literally for eating out. So <laughs> we know what we can spend and like, it's, it's great because we, we throw a lot of money at that because we love eating out. So we're like, okay, let's just put the money towards that, man, you know? Well, not only was it financially irresponsible, but it was not healthy. <laughs> like, you know, well, yeah. eating, you know, bacon you and sausage and two pancakes and like every, yeah, like oh, I'm getting at least if now. you're making it, that's a little different, but, <laughs> but yeah, just having be. it yeah. brought to me. Ugh. 
Now, would it ever would it come warm though? Because like oh, yeah. a lot of times mm-hmm. with the delivery, like it's close to your house, so it wouldn't be cold by the time you got it. I wouldn't call it like piping hot, but it was warm. Yeah. Okay. Because we've gotten a few, especially like breakfast, it doesn't stay well. So oh, by the yeah. time it gets to the house, it's just cold, and we're like, dude, I gotta like heat it up now. It's crazy. Well, what's nice about the IHOP is it's at least here in this town, it's about I don't know thirteen minutes away from me. But it doesn't sound like a lot. By the time you drive there and back, probably it's more than half an hour. So yeah, getting yeah. that delivered makes sense. Absolutely, <laughs> that's Absolutely. how I would excuse it to myself. Where I'll, I'm not going to drive <laughs> over there. I got that kind of yeah. time. That's a that's an extra fifteen minutes for me to. <laughs> yeah. No, I I I totally think I endorse delivery. I think it's great. Uh, DoorDash has been awesome, and any of the other kind of delivery services are great. Like I said, there's just not a, there are a lot of places you can get delivered here, just not a lot of variety, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, it absolutely does. I, I totally know what you're talking about. I think it's, um, you know, and that's why you just stock up, you just make your food at home. You're good, yeah. you know? And it's healthy. Although I did it's, get, well, sometimes. <laughs> although I did get delivered just, what was it, last week? I got Panera Bread delivered, and that was Ooh, fun. nice. So. I haven't had Panera Bread in a while. Okay, I'm getting hungry. Let's let's stop talking about food. <laughs> well, I um, wasn't really feeling uh, <laughs> fast food. That's why. So yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah, definitely any fast food. I mean, shoot, even when we go out to when we go out to the store, or some say we're going to run some errands. If we get fast food, like we will usually just sit and eat it in the parking lot. Like we won't even spend the time to get it home because again, it's not going to stay well. And it's going to be all, you know, soggy and just not warm by the time you get home, depending on how far it is. So sometimes, man, we'll just stop and we'll just eat it right there. And so, you know, it's just so much easier because, you know, if you drive it home, then you're eating some, it just doesn't taste good. You know, it's it's hard enough to justify the taste of it when you get it <laughs> at the place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, this McDonald's is going to be the best. And then, <laughs> you know, it get getting cold McDonald's is, oof. Every now and again, I get a hankering for a hamburger, and that's that's all it'll yeah. do is like a good, like greasy, like mm. Wendy's or McDonald's hamburger. It's not often, but every now and again. Look, I am a proponent for healthy living, but I also believe in enjoying life. And if it, if a hamburger is what it's about, then do it. You know, just don't do it every day. You know what I'm saying? Everything in moderation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love going in on, on greasy foods, man. We've been getting Wingstop. Ooh, wings. Love Wingstop. Yeah, Wingstop. We get sushi. We get, what else do we get delivered? Um, oh, my God. Here's the thing. Applebee's. Have you been? <laughs> I've never had it delivered, but I have had Applebee's. Because, yes. <laughs> like, until, let's see, before we took our trip across the country, we had not been to an Applebee's. Because we were like, Applebee's is disgusting. Why would we eat there? And then we were in Missouri. Where were we in Missouri? I forget the, the town that we were in. And there was an Applebee's near the hotel. So we're like, you know what? Let's just go to Applebee's. Let's see what they got. And the next thing you know, now we're addicted to Applebee's. It's crazy. Because we actually found that they have <laughs> some good choices. And actually some healthier choices. So we're like, wow, Applebee's for the win. So now we have an Applebee's close to our house out here and we get it <laughs> delivered. It's so good. It's great. Friggin' Applebee's. Well, especially I live alone. So it doesn't really make sense for me to prepare a meal. I don't find it very satisfying to make a meal and then sit there and eat it by myself. So it's very rare that I will actually make something. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you know, um, I think 
you know, it could be a good exercise and it's a good therapy to just kind of make food and spend time in the kitchen, you know? I don't know. Maybe. I just I just don't enjoy it. And I hate when I read the direction, which is a pinch of something. I don't know how much is a pinch. What if I've got fat <laughs> fingers? Like how much is a pinch or a smidgen? Or like I, I hate, I hate, I hate that so much. How much is a pinch? A pinch. Like, well, look, if you're I reading hate. some if you're reading an uh, a recipe and it says put a pinch of something, that's not a real recipe, man. <laughs> Like I like exact like factual like units like (laughs) and I like, you know, (laughs) and also what I would prefer if it says heat until brown or whatever, it gives me like an exact color of brown. I would like that too. Like I want like I need very concrete scientific instructions. What would the what would the colors of brown be? I don't know, but you know, like they take a picture when the I don't know when the steak or the rice is exactly the right color. Yeah. it's <laughs> like a it. when it turns tan. Yeah, you know yeah. when it turns. Uh, yeah, when it's uh, exactly what are some other browns? Color. When it's anyway. oak brown, you know, like what? <laughs> I guess they could use the Crayola colors, um, the crayon yeah. colors to <laughs> pull out your them. crayons to cook, kids. <laughs> Yeah. Cooking by crayons. Oh, okay. I think we're onto something new here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man, that's great. That's 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 the thing I have. That's just, I don't. I find instructions are never quite thorough enough. Now maybe I'm dumb, but <laughs> they're never well, quite I, I didn't thorough say enough it, for but me. I mean, you wanted to go there. So I don't know. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> if the shoe fits, I'll just let that um, go and let our <laughs> listeners decide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I. I I I just since I live alone, it's not something I enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you do you, boo boo. Whatever yeah. you feel like doing, man, you do it. Yeah. And uh, as long as you're eating, that's what I care about. Because you got to eat. <laughs> I'm to eating live. a little too much. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Speaking of living alone, I played 493 hours of PlayStation last year. Did, can oh, you tell that means I live alone? God. That is, if, if you divide that by 24, if you divide that by 24, <laughs> that's more than 20 days. <laughs> you know, I mean, quite honestly, now that you kind of broke it down that way, it's yeah. not too bad, man. Like, that's yeah. 20, 20 full days out of a year. That's well, really... you know, like you could easily play an hour a night to get to yeah. that much. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not that crazy. If you Let's played an compare... hour a night for 24 days, that's one day. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, I just think that's compare funny. that number to the, uh, the to the amount of hours that I've watched. You know, I don't know Netflix or whatever TV shows I'm streaming. You know, like it's probably I probably watched more. You know, so at least you were doing something interactive. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Wow, that is a lot, though. That's a lot. What What was your favorite game last year? Uh, the game I played the most of was Death Stranding. I played, according to the wrap up, I played eighty hours of that. Wow. But I got the platinum trophy. And you finished, like, I yeah. mean, I don't know, are games I did 100% of it, yeah. Okay. There's nothing, there's no stone I left unturned. Do they have, um, like, bonus footage? Like, how does that work? I haven't played a game in forever. That game did not have anything extra at the end. I thought that was kind of disappointing. Ah. Well, that's kind you know, of the sucky. journey was the reward along the way. Or the reward yeah, yeah. was the journey along the way. <laughs> Said that backwards. <laughs> the reward was the journey along the way. Are you excited for the metaverse, though? Like, once we kind of... No. Really? Like, I have it enough... should excite you as a gamer. I, mean... I have enough technology in my life. No, thanks. 
It's, it's like, just going to be an extension. It's like of how it. you know, like uh, people talking about like how Apple is apparently working on like AR or VR glasses. I'm like, I don't need that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I have enough. Like I am kind of at maximum technology in my life in a way. <laughs> I have well, no, I have enough information. I yeah, have yeah, yeah. enough entertainment. I have enough knowledge in my life in the I, sense I, of like access to knowledge. That's what I'm I got you. Yeah, yeah. I definitely feel like it's going to be an extension of just technology and of the internet. You know, it's going to be another way to kind of experience the internet and, and how we kind of just do things. So I'm curious to see. I'm going to get uh, an Oculus soon so I can start to get into it because I'm excited for it because I'm going to start performing in the metaverse. I'm going to be doing DJ stuff and and music and be doing uh, like uh, talks and like things that I do for the Unbreakable movement. I'm actually going to start doing things within the metaverse. So I'm actually excited for it because then I can offer just an elevated experience for, you know, people that I can help. So, and just fun, you know, just be DJing and stuff, which is, I don't know how that's going to happen, but I got to learn. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sold on the idea of people en masse joining up in VR to do <laughs> something. I don't, I just, I don't, I don't see... I don't see the grandmas out there putting on their Oculus quests to go no. to a Simon and Garfunkel concert. I just yeah, don't see yeah. that happening. I think it's def there's definitely an age cutoff for it. You know, I think that the people that will use it are are younger kids for sure. It's a new generation that will use it. Uh, you know, at my age, I feel there's still people from 50 to 60 that'll experience it and you know, maybe even above 60, but it's definitely, you know, there is an age cutoff for that because you're absolutely right. Like at some point, nobody's going to want to put those things on. Yeah. Um, also, I have used VR before. It's not a super comfortable experience for long term. Now, yeah. I'm sure that's yeah. something that we can work on with time and that will improve. But I just, yeah. I can't imagine somebody wearing that for more than a couple hours at most. But Yeah. Absolutely. I'm I'm curious. I, I've definitely watched uh, some YouTube stuff like in VR and, um, you know, I even went to a, I went to the YouTube campus and learned about creating VR for YouTube. And so it was really cool to kind of listen to them and, and see how they create things for that. But for, and now it's just video, that's just video capture and then watching it like in the, in the Oculus. But I'm curious to see this next level of it where you can actually interact and kind of, you know, just like be amongst the things. I, I, I just, I don't know what to expect, but I'm excited to perform there. I'm excited to see how I can provide music and do like DJ stuff in there and like, you know, just kind of see what that's about. It, it seems like a fun, a fun place to be because I can do it all from my house. You know what I mean? Like I, I could be here but yet I could be performing live somewhere, you know, like, yeah. So I think I'm, I'm most excited about that. Uh, yeah, I have lived long enough to see VR come around multiple times. Like Nintendo did the Virtual Boy back in the 90s and they sold a few thousand units and that was it. But so <clears throat> I just I think VR is super cool. I like the idea, especially as um, I can't remember if I'm talking about this on this podcast or not, but uh, on the PlayStation, I played the PlayStation VR game Blood and Truth, and I mm -hmm. found it really trippy that your character in that game's six feet tall, and I could look down, like I got to look down at people talking to me. Right, right. I thought that like that's such a like that's an experience I have never had, and right. it sounds so small, 
because it is, but that's just, that's a weird experience <laughs> for me. Somebody talking to me and me looking down at them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like anyway, cool so thing, I'm, though, right? I, I, I think a VR is super cool. I don't know what it's going to take to really hit the mainstream. And I don't yeah, know if it's yeah. going to hit there at all. I, 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 I think if it's going to happen, it's going to have to be bigger than Facebook now meta. It's going to have to be because I think the tide has turned against that company in a way where I almost think Oculus would be more successful if they were spun back off. Yeah, because, it's absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely going to take. Um, you know, getting away from well, getting beyond what Facebook is doing. The 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 only thing is that Facebook is so big that they will be able to establish something new. There's so many users there. And now it's already starting to spin off. I mean, there's already companies and people that are, you know, creating worlds and all that great stuff. So I think that Facebook being the impetus to it and saying, hey, we're going to do this thing. I think that's enough to to spit it off into the into the bigger sphere, you know, into the bigger, bigger social sphere. So I'm I think it will take off. Oculus is getting cheaper and cheaper, like the actual device itself. I think itself, that's the key you know? to it, is that yeah. the Ocular, the Meta Quest is what they've recalled it, it or renamed it. <laughs> is That's the best thing about that, in my opinion, is the cost. Yeah. They have, because VR, at least this current era of VR, we're in, started out as you had to own a multi-thousand dollar PC and a multi-thousand dollar headset, right. and put these expensive cameras hang, hanging them on your walls so it could see, and, and it, 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 it was a very expensive hobby to have, and now it's much cheaper when you can get a MetaQuest for a little more than $200. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, yeah. I think that's going to help to put it into more people's hands, you know, and have people explore it more. But I think that it's really going to take something inside you know, these worlds that people are creating, it's going to take something spectacular to make people stay. Because it is, it's kind of like my thoughts about 3D movies, where it's like, well, it's a shtick. Like, it's not, you know, it's something cool to see once in a while, but not every movie needs to be in 3D. So this is the kind of, kind of the same thing where it's like, well, there better be something cool for me to really want to keep coming back into. Otherwise, it's just going to be like a shtick. You go in, you go, oh, this is kind of cool. Looks like fun. Okay, bye. And then you just go back to like your normal life. So I think they're really going to have to like create a whole different world where you can, you know, kind of really get into it. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm, you know, I'm curious to see where it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, me too. PlayStation's got a new VR headset. I would assume it's going to come out this year. Wow. Very excited about it. Yeah. See, so you'll play games. You'll play games. Uh, My only that, right? bummer with games is that in VR games games are meant for people who seemingly have more mobility sometimes people who can reach down to the floor or reach up high right and i find that really frustrating i wish that some company would create a system of like telling you before you buy a game how much movement you need to have well because that really frustrates me yeah because i bought a playstation vr game it's the rick and morty vr game i can't play it I can't like play too much it. movement re- yeah. is required. It's yeah. it's you know like I can't like just take a step to the right or reach uh-huh. down to the ground and pick something up. Right. Or and I find that really frustrating. That's that that's for me the real barrier to VR other than the cost is just we seemingly uh we need to come up with better ways for people with 
more mobility issues to play. Because like I said, it is really neat. Like, it's, you know, like even something as simple as looking down at someone, I found just a really novel experience. Yeah, I mean, you can totally have that experience. I think you're onto something there where it's got to be accessible. Yeah. I, I think the, you know, that's going to be a huge deal as yeah. new things come out. And hopefully there's people in place that are, you know, advocates for even people, you know, within the disability community or whatever to tell people, hey, man, we got to make this stuff accessible. See, I'm an advocate of companies. I'm an advocate of companies giving me money to do that. <laughs> that's what I'm talking that's about. That's what right? I want to do. How about you pay me and I will make sure that that's done. That's what I, you know, that's kind of my joke. But I'm like, okay, how about I advocate for that? You just give me a job that pays really well. and. <laughs> And I can, you know, and I can, you know, somehow rate all of these games. (laughs) Yeah, you got to put it on your uh, LinkedIn profile that that's what you do. You're a a consultant for the metaverse uh, when it comes to accessibility. I guarantee (laughs) you would lock jobs like right now. Well, see, the thing I find most an hour. Yeah, I I see. I find it really frustrating in our current job market to kind of switch gears slightly. That most jobs expect you to have experience, even though there's no way to get experience. (laughs) <laughs> so like uh, i job, applied for a job do. yeah yeah like i applied for a job recently that they wanted experience it was an entry-level job uh i was going to say what it was it was a writer it was, it was a writing uh-huh. level position it was an entry-level job bottom yeah. of the you know bottom of the ladder <laughs> and they're like well you didn't have any writing experience and i'm like well how am oh i supposed God. to get it <laughs> where do you want me to like i thought about writing a blog overnight but i was like that's too much effort for not yeah. a guarantee yeah but <laughs> <laughs> so that was so aggravating. It is. Uh, I feel you on that. And it's been that way forever. I mean, that's just like, I'm not sure why people do that. There's that. That's frustrating where they expect you to have experience in an entry level. And then another thing that's really crazy in my mind is that they will uh, say that salary is dependent on experience, right? I'm like, no, 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 no. How much are you going to pay for this job? And a lot of people won't list like how much they're going to pay for the job. I'm like, dude, just tell me how much you're going to pay because I don't want to waste my time jumping through hoops trying to connect with you if you're not going to pay me what I need to get paid. Well, I see that like with editing jobs, with yeah. video editing. There's a specific, you know, I know what I charge for video editing. And if someone's going to offer a job, I expect a certain amount of pay. Mm-hmm. So they could just put on there, hey, it's such and such per month or per year, whatever. And then I can just know, dude, I don't need to waste my time here. So that's another component of it where it's like, just tell me how much it is, man. Well, I've heard people say, well, we want to make sure that this job is right for you. So we don't want to dictate how much money we're willing to pay. But I think that's baloney. I think that's baloney. They want to, they're, in my opinion, they're hoping to lowball you. Yeah. They're hoping to say, uh, oh, you know, well, how much are you expecting? And if you give a low number, they'll just give you that. Yeah, exactly. And if you give a high number, they just won't return your call. <laughs> like, that's what they're looking for. Now, yeah. I don't, I'm sure some places don't do that, but I'm, it just, that's what I feel like when I see that. So when I see the, you know, like the empty box that says for your salary expectations, I always write negotiable. And throw yeah. it back to them. I'm like, That's well, you answer. <laughs> you yeah, answer. No, you tell me first what your number, what number do you have in your mind? Let's start there. Yeah. Cause, uh, yeah, I, I think it's absolute bull too. I think that they know what they want to spend. As a business owner, you know what you want to spend on that job. So they're absolutely going to see what you expect because then they want you to come in at the lowest amount. I mean, that's just the tactic of as a business owner. 
So I think it's just stupid because you're wasting everybody's time. Like, just let's just get cut to the chase, man. You yeah. know? Did you ever watch that video that I sent you, that interview with Peter Dinklage? Because I, I did. To, yeah. I did, yeah. What I wanted to talk about specifically about that. So it's a CBS interview with Peter mm-hmm. Dinklage. And what I found so interesting about it, you know, like his he's he's got a new movie out. Uh, it's an adaptation of Cyrano de Bergerac, mm-hmm. the stage play that they've made into a movie. And well, I, a, uh, they talk... Uh, words. Peter Dinklage's <laughs> wife was discussing how... He can't hide how he can't just put on a ball cap and hide, you know, because he's a celebrity and because of his height, he can't, you know, go around incognito. Yeah. And I found that really interesting watching that because I'm not a celebrity, far from it, but I am well known in this area, I would say. Mm -hmm. And I get that. I, I, it's just a really interesting moment where I feel that, where I can't hide. I can't put on a ball cap and go somewhere incognito. Right. And I just, I don't know, I was wondering if that would be interesting discussion fodder, because well, I've yeah, had that I mean, experience where I get spotted in places. Like, hey, Jacob, hey, it's so great to see you. And I'm like, I just, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to get these groceries and go home. Like, it's so great to see you. That's awesome. But like, can I just take my groceries and go home, please? Well, I, said, I think that's a, you know, that's a thing to discuss. Uh, you know, what is it that makes you feel a way about that? Like, what is it about being recognized? that makes you feel a way? Do you just, you feel not confident? Do you feel insecure? Do you feel like I don't want to talk right now? Do you feel like, what is the feeling that you get when that happens? Cause when I watched his yeah. and when I watched his interview, when he was discussing it and he was saying, well, you know, I'm an actor. So the more <laughs> that you know me personally, I'm a classically trained like thespian. I'm an actor. You know, yeah. he said it just like that. Yeah. And he's like, I'm an actor. And if you know, the more personal stuff you know about an actor, yeah. then you can't, you pick that apart on the screen. I was like, dude, shut up. Like, in my mind, I'm like, dude, shut up. Like, you just, that's too much, Pete. Like, come on, man. You got to relax on that because people want to know. Well, that's you what as a Leslie Stahl told him was get over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> which, that was is, funny too. which is rather strong for Leslie Stahl. That's not really her style for her to just say get over it. Anyway. <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, what is it that he feels in that moment? And yes, he is a celebrity. So it is a different level of, uh, you know, insecurity that he may feel around all of that because there is a little bit of that. So I want to ask you. Just as a normal dude living his life, when you go out and you do get recognized, like what is it that you feel that makes you kind of have that thing of like, man, I wish I could just put on a ball cap and not be seen? For me, I guess it's I am on a mission. (laughs) I have a goal for this outing that I am in. I have a goal. I am on a mission. and, And my mission is being interrupted because you know because you want to chit chat i guess and especially if it's not somebody i know personally or know very well right it's just like 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 it's great to see you but can we go on now like yeah yeah (laughs) you know like i am here for a goal i'm here to buy this food so i can live or i am here to just to to get my weekly dose of outdoors (laughs) so i could go back indoors like so it's more of like a it's more of like an introvert thing yeah, it's, uh, more, it's really an introvert thing. I'm like, I definitely I like... introverted. I'm yeah. outgoing. Now, that's to be clear. I'm very outgoing, but I'm yeah, introverted introvert. in the sense yeah. of I collect myself when I'm alone. I, I enjoy my own company. 
and being around other people is tiresome for me. <laughs> I find other people tiresome when yeah, they're yeah. telling me about all their feelings. And I'm like, that's great that you have those feelings, but maybe I don't want to hear. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, I think there's a lot of deep rooted things there to, to unpack. I don't you think want we psycho can do it in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next episode, you, you, I'll sit on the couch and you psychoanalyze me. We got to definitely have a full season of episodes to try and get to the bottom of that because it's very much, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff there. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I, I'm totally different. You know? Jacob, you have a lot of problems. We can't get to all of them in this episode. Look, it's, but it's, just know you're really messed up, okay? I'm not going to call it a problem. I'm just going to call it a, a, you know, a, a way of being. It's, you just, you know, the, the problems in your way of being. Okay, I got it. It's Thanks. It's just you think about things differently. That's all. You know, it's not not a problem. I mean, you're still living, you know, it's all good. But uh, yeah, I think that there's, uh, you know, a lot because I'm the opposite. I'm like, I don't mind. I'm because I love to be recognized. I, I do things on purpose to do that. You know, I do videos, I do DJing, I do music, I do this podcast, I do other podcasts. Like I'm all about like, you know, hear my voice, you know, let's let's talk about it. And um, at the same time, I do enjoy my private time. And I do like, when I could just go do something and then, you know, come home and nobody's bothering me. But again, even for me, like I've done the work just really quickly. I know that there's a lot of deep rooted childhood things that I went through with my disability and things of, you know, that I had to deal with with that, that um, kind of fueled who I am now. And um, just being an artist and being creative and, and that side of me. So I have the dichotomy of, yeah, I want to be out here. I want to be, everybody see me. But then there are times when I'm like, oh, I feel super insecure. And I'm like, I don't want anybody to see me right now. So um, I know for me personally, you know, hey, well, we could do a whole third season on, on my, <laughs> uh, my take on that, you know. <laughs> but with, when, Pete, when Pete Dinklage was talking about it, I'm like, dude, come on, man. It's too much. It, like, ugh. And then he was like, I'll never play a dwarf who's a... Uh, I'll never play a leprechaun unless that leprechaun has a story. You know, I was like, oh, my God. See, <laughs> there is part of me that I really appreciate. So the closest he's ever gotten to playing like a like a stereotypical dwarf character, I'd say he's like an elf. Or like mm -hmm. he's playing, you know, like the uh, uh, like, oh like the boss with dwarfism. Best. But anyway, best. but I really kind of appreciate that about him that he doesn't, you know, like now, granted, he has put in the work. If I was to move to Hollywood tomorrow, it'd be different. Like I can't, you know, like I'd have to take what they gave me. Yeah. If I'm playing yeah, yeah, yeah. an elf, then at least I'm playing an elf. At least I've got a job. He's put in the works. I think he gets to do that. He doesn't yeah. really need to worry about where his next paycheck's coming from. I hope not. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I agree. I, I yeah. kind of, I'd, you know, that's one. Of the, I think I heard Denzel Washington say it once. You do what you have to, so you do what, you, so you can do what you want to. And right. I feel like he's done what he's had to. Now yep. he gets to do what he wants. So that doesn't bother me in the slightest. I, I kind of, that's kind of the dream for an actor. You get far enough where you get to pick what you get to do. Like oh, Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio absolutely. gets to pick what movies he's in. He doesn't have to <laughs> take a job to pay the bills. Yeah. And I think, you know, where he is in is, you're absolutely right, first of all. And I think it, where he is at in his career, he can do that where it's like, well, I'm an actor and like, Seriously, my size has nothing to do with the things that I want to play as an actor. You know, like I, I, I'll take whatever. It shouldn't have to deal with like what I look like. And 
part of it does, I think, you know, always that because we're always some part of the the character that we're playing as an actor. But I absolutely agree with you where he's like, yeah, no, I want stuff that has substance. Like, you know, I want to play real characters. And um, I never I never watched Game of Thrones. You watched it? Yes. Uh, I Well, I did not see Game of Thrones. First place I ever saw Dinklage was uh, a movie called The Station Agent. Mm-hmm, it was from like mm-hmm. 2002. That's the first movie I saw him in. And I was like, this guy's good. He's yeah. he he's real good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a great actor. Like he's like wow. Actor. Like yeah. I to be brutally honest, I watched it because like oh here's a guy who at least reminds me a bit of me. That's why I sat right. down and watched the movie. Yeah. But like holy crap, was he good? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, that yeah, movie yeah. blew my mind at that time. Yeah, I think he's definitely in a in a stratosphere of actor. Um, you know that that he can do what he wants. He can. You know, there's definitely plenty of people that will play those parts that he doesn't want to play. So I think he's in total the right, um, you know, he, he can he can say that. He could definitely say, yes, I, I don't do those roles because it doesn't make sense for him. He mm-hmm. He's an actor beyond, you know, just some dude is coming into the business. So, yeah. But um, that interview was was pretty interesting to to hear him talk about that. I did absolutely disagree with the. You know, people should know the personal side of an actor because I just don't agree with that. But, you know, again, to each his own. That's what he does, man. I mean, that's totally fine. And if that helps to bring the mystery for him and to be able to bring that out in his in his work, then let it be, you know. Yeah. Did it make you excited to see Cyrano? Um, Yeah, I did want to see that anyway. Like when I saw Mm -hmm. I I started seeing the previews um, a couple months back and I was like, oh, that's going to be good. I've been listening to the music and like the music's good. It's real good. Really? Oh yeah. The music's fantastic. <laughs> like I've been listening just yeah. Like the 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 music alone has made me want to watch this movie. You know, like and to be yeah. clear, I it, it's a well known story. I know it's gonna happen. I don't care. The music's right, tremendous. Right. So I, you know, like I've been humming it for weeks now. <laughs> Where are you listening to it? Like Apple I, music. I don't understand. Is the the soundtrack is out or, yeah, or yeah, what the soundtrack's you, out okay. on Apple Music. I've been I guess they released it when it was released to film festivals, maybe or something. I don't know. It's it's Mm. weird for it to come out that early. Like it's been out for a month and a half before the movie comes out. But right, right. But I thoroughly enjoyed the music. So wait, wait. When does the movie actually come out? February twenty second, maybe twenty twenty something. Okay, end of February. Uh, February twenty fifth when it comes out. Yeah, we'll definitely have to see it, and maybe we'll do a little review uh, yeah. here on the podcast. We could talk about it once we see it. Yeah, that'd be great. And I can be like, and I can watch it, and I can, and I can say, you know what? I didn't, I didn't, I, I totally understood his character because I have no clue who that guy is in real life. <laughs> you know, I, I think that's going to help me to really dive into his character. I can't wait. <laughs> I, th- I think it looks like a good movie. I'm, I'm, I'm surprisingly excited about. It. No. Yeah, yeah, I um. I'll probably watch the Steve Martin version before. <laughs> <laughs> what was his called? It was called. Um, it, it, it had nothing to do with like Cyrano in the title, but I forget. Yeah, that, I forget what it was. Because in the film, classically, he has a bit. Uh, Cyrano de Bergerac has a big nose. That's yeah, the idea. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Roxanne. That was it. Yeah. Roxanne. So yeah, that's um an interesting um an interesting interview. That that was great. Thanks for sending that to me. Yeah, when I first cool. heard about the movie, all I could think about was uh Roxanne by the police. Right. 
you know, have to it, put which on had, the red light. It wasn't even on the soundtrack, which is disappointing, but nope. whatever. No, nope, but then into one of the songs, Peter Dinklage says, Roxanne, Roxanne. Oh. He's not the best singer, but I think it's good enough. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. I, I think the uh, although his first song in the movie is a bit auto tuned, but I don't really blame him for that. That's, it's so funny. I was just about to say auto tune is amazing. So <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's everywhere anymore. There's no point in being grumpy about it. Every song's yeah. got auto tune. You you have to you know, which I understand why auto tune exists. So you don't have to do a hundred takes. You can just do like five or four. Because, you know, and, and get that perfect yeah. performance sussed out of it. That's the idea yeah. of, of a pitch correction of auto-tune. I think that's it depends on the artist. I feel like they want it to make them sound better. I don't think it has to do with the takes. Because, I mean, man, you listen to old songs that don't have auto-tune, and not everybody is on point, but the song is still friggin' awesome. See, but that's because so we're old. Like, but that's because you know? we're old, though, Tony. That's because we're old. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, that's no, no, because no. we're because, old. <laughs> no, it's because we have an appreciation for music and, a, and, a, and, a appreciation, and an appreciation for the nuances and that's of what exactly real what old music people say. is. And that's exactly what an old person would say. No, but what better about, back I, in my head the real appreciation. When I was younger, Frank I felt Sinatra the same way. was the best. When I when I was twenty years old, I felt the same exact way. Where I'm like, I love to hear a, a, a real DJ, yeah. like when computer DJing came into play, and you have the sync button where you can sync yeah. the two songs. I'm like, that's stupid. I want to hear the nuance of a, a real DJ with the little things that happen in a real mix, and like, there's nothing wrong with it. And so, yeah, I totally feel like. Uh, Dude, it has nothing to do with my age. I felt like this forever because I appreciate <laughs> music. I appreciate the art form of creating music, you know? So I yeah. agree with you. I don't know if you think I'm arguing with you. I'm just telling you, I think it's because we're both old. I'm, I'm not. I, I agree with why you. Why do you I, say you're old? What do you say? Why are you saying <laughs> yeah. you're old? I'm 50. What are you? I, are you 30 I, I am an old soul. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Well,. <laughs> Jacob and Tony couldn't be bothered to record an outro for this episode, but thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to having you back next time. See ya.